Welcome to the JBug Podcast. Today is March 29th, 2021. And today I would like to teach you how to create your own special mental prison. If you want to create a mental prison, all you need to do is judge others when they do things that are wrong. Because when you're judging others for what they do wrong, what you're really doing is you're judging yourself. Romans 6, 14, King James Version, it says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. So how can you be under grace and not under the law? Well, the merciful receive mercy. The way our brain works is it thinks with thoughts. So if you look at the letter A, your brain has a little file in there that associates all the time you've seen the letter A in that file. And when you see the letter A, you tap that part of your brain that has all the associations with the letter A in that file. And so what happens is your brain starts to associate the letter A with the letter B, and then the letter B with the letter C. And what happens is you start to have the ability to think sequentially. So the way our brain works is it works through one thought and then another thought and then another thought all associating together. By associating sequences of thoughts together, you get your ability to think. Our brain that thinks is what makes laws. Now, whether or not these laws are good or not depend upon feedback from our physical health, our emotional health, and, and the other types of health, mental, mental health, social health, so forth and so on. And the, our thought processes are the desire is to understand and the ability is to set intentions so that you can get better health, a better uh, you know, physically, socially, mentally, spiritually, etc. But our brain and our thoughts are not the only part of our system that thinks. We also have a heart and we also have a body and they also think sequentially, but not with thoughts. So our heart thinks sequentially with feelings. This is where our dream states come from. This is where our romance comes from. This is where our feelings come from. Our, our heart, when we feel a feeling, and then another feeling, and then another feeling, our hearts start to associate those feelings together. Now, the context of those feelings can be completely different. It doesn't matter. The context isn't what gets associated. It's the feeling that gets associated. So when you have a dream, you dream all these bizarre contexts because the context that you're dreaming of doesn't make logical sense to your thoughts, but it actually makes logical sense to your feelings because those contexts that you're dreaming of are linked to the same feelings. So if you were to get mad at somebody who was taking advantage of you at work, the feeling that you would feel from being upset that that happened to you 
would be the same feeling you would feel if a witch were to come flying into your house on a broomstick and start wrapping your window. I don't know. I'm just coming up with something. Started doing something to your house. Um, uh, tying it up with string. <laughs> wrapping string around your house. Just, just to make you feel the same feeling of humiliated and, you know, someone is taking in my space or someone's um, trying to take advantage of me. That feeling, although it has nothing to do with sequential reality according to your thoughts, it's the same feeling you have that someone is taking advantage of you at work. In the Western world, we are so rational and thought-based. We are so out of balance that we care more about our rational thoughts than we do about our feelings that we don't even know what our dreams are about. Like we wake up and it's like, what was that dream about? But if you stop and you put the work in and you realize, what was I feeling today? Because many times we don't even know what we're feeling because we don't even receive information from our feelings anymore because we have to put our feelings on ice, literally, well, not literally, but it feels like literally, so that we can make ends meet. Kind of like Maslow's triangle. You got to be able to have your physical needs met before your emotional needs and so forth and so on. And so we don't even know what our emotional needs are. So we spend eight hours. It's not just dreaming, but a good portion of that is dreaming because at some point we got to start taking care of our heart and our feelings. So for example, <laughs> I had to pause my podcast because someone came in and was making a little bit of noise. That's fine. But I felt upset because I was trying to do something and I got frustrated. And so that feeling of being upset, I can associate that feeling with past times in my life where I was being upset. So there may be a time in the past where I was struggling to maybe uh, perform a project and something interrupted me or got in the way or maybe my lack of knowledge on the subject caused me to not be able to perform the project as well. And so that feeling of frustration will be associated with, with the frustration I just felt recently. And so what happens is our feelings start to associate one with another and they kind of stack on top of each other just the way our thoughts do. And it's from these feelings that we start to build our internal kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of heaven is within. And the kingdom of heaven is our emotional well-being. I would say. When we can build a kingdom within us where we have peace, no matter what the external situation that we're in, that is, I mean, that, that means you've overcome the world. So that is the ideal kingdom, if you can create that. Now, we all have things that trigger us. Uh, traumas tend to stack one on top of each other. And so if you have traumas, you will get angry at things that maybe other people looking by would say, why are you angry? It's not a big deal. Well, because you're triggering another trauma you've not processed. Again, this is why we, we sleep at night, is because we're healing. We're healing our traumas at night. So everybody has traumas. We've got traumas from being born from being a cell when we were a little egg cell we've all got traumas in our development and and just like the dna and the rna um, communicate with each other 
to create the correct proteins that create our bodies, the same type of process goes on with our consciousness as we are trying to create a kingdom that works with the environment we live in on a daily basis, but is also a place that can bring us peace no matter what. We don't want to be um, subject just like we want to build a house because no matter what the weather is, we want to have safety. We want to have shelter in that physical house. And so we understand even our emotional processes are built on our physical processes. We wouldn't be able to have emotional processes or thought processes if we did not first have bodily thought processes. And so as Grant Mefectrich has taught in his Peak States volumes, one through four, I'm not sure which one he says this in, but our consciousness arises from the biology of our bodies. So he's done work, he calls it subcellular psychobiology, because when you are working with the cells of the body and how they're organized, it's almost like a temple. And when you organize that temple correctly, your thought consciousness, both your emotional and your thought processness reaches what he calls the peak states where you can have inner peace. Inner peace is when your heart and your mind is working together. So... (laughs) The title of this podcast is How to Create a Mental Prison for Yourself. And the way to do this, as I've explained, is to start judging other people with feelings of hatred. Judge other people with feelings of vengeance. Justice is okay if you, if it's love. Okay? It's okay to judge people with justice if you're doing it with a loving heart and you're doing it with an increase of love for the pain the person might feel if you're judging them, okay? Because we want to nurture people. We don't want to spoil people. We want to nurture people. Spoiling someone and nurturing someone is two different things. Nurturing someone means that you might be with them in the hard times, but you're going to let them experience consequences so that they can learn from it. Spoiling someone is when you withhold consequences so that they don't learn from it because you're afraid that they'll have to suffer any amount of pain. Growing up... Well-rounded and balanced requires an amount of adhering to true principles. If you're going to nurture anybody, (laughs) a child or a friend or yourself, you need to have some amount of law there, some amount of nurturing there, um, because you want the consequences that obeying a law provides, whether that's cooking a recipe right, whether that's um, your, your relationship lifestyle and so forth. So the, the issue becomes when you judge someone else with vengeance, your brain associates the feeling that you're projecting onto that person and your brain will take that feeling. Your heart will take that feeling. I mean, your brain's involved when your heart has feelings, your brain will record the context of those feelings. Your brain and heart should work together for the most part. Not always when there's trauma, it doesn't always work together, but When you judge someone else that you know with vengeance or that you imagine you know with vengeance, what happens is your heart records that feeling of hatred that you have for that other person. And the next time you're in a situation where you're able to associate yourself as that character you judged with hatred, that hatred turns on yourself. So Swedenborg talked a lot about hell from his journals, um, a good YouTube Um, channel is called Off the Left Eye, where it talks about what is hell. And 
Swedenborg and his, he, he would keep dream journals and he began to receive revelation through angelic ministry. And he started to understand, you know, he asked what is hell? He learned about hell and he wrote about it. And he said that people create their own hells for themselves because what happens is if you've got a bunch of people that believe in lying, stealing and cheating, well, on the earth, you have to have a good person to lie to, to cheat, and to steal from. But in after you die, you're going to find yourself with the same frequency of people that you were. And so there's not going to be any good people for you to steal from. There's only going to be other people like you. And so what ends up happening is you find yourself in hell with other people that are just like you. And so when you want to create your own mental prison, you've got to treat others with hatred and disrespect and with unforgiving justice. Because again, justice is okay, but there has to be an increase of love and a nurturing side because we need to nurture and love people. There needs to be, this is what Jesus is good at, is showing the unconditional love where he was willing to give himself for us. And then because he first loved us, then we can love him because we're safe to love him. We're not being forced to love him to receive any spiritual growth or benefit for his sake, but for our sake. That's what makes him our spiritual father. So, of course, the way to not create a mental prison is to treat others the way you would like to be treated. But, you know, sometimes we don't even treat ourselves with that much love. So, treat others the way you would like to be treated, but with an ounce more compassion than you would even treat yourself. That's how you don't create a mental prison. And again, as I try to explain why, I'll try to explain it one more time. The way you treat others... It's not about the, the, the situation in your thoughts. It's about the feeling. And if you are judging others with any kind of feeling of hatred, any kind of feeling that's negative, your own heart is going to associate that feeling with yourself. Because the only person you can really relate to inside your own brain is yourself. And so the way you treat other people is also the way you're treating yourself. Not in the same context, but in any context that fires up the same neurons in some way. Because there's an associated feeling. So if you would sue someone for failing a procedure, then next time you fail a procedure, you've already created an emotional context where... In that position, you've decided you deserve judgment because that's how you treated that other person. So you have to decide if you want to be under the law or under grace. And that decision comes in how you treat others. Because again, we don't really have control over other people. Just like we don't have control over a moose and her young. And we don't have control over the nature, the creatures of nature to an extent. We want to give them their own space. We do need to learn how to cooperate in the environment and work together. But if we can't even, if we wouldn't even control the animals and we see the wisdom in that, and we're trying to control other human beings, we're outside of our bounds. It really can't be done. Our brain is inside our own skull, inside of our own body. It's the only thing we really have control over. The, the situations around us, we get to choose what we think about them. And the way we think about them determines our own prison. So when we're unrighteous judges and when we treat other people, when we're too harsh with other people, 
then the next time we're in a situation where we deserve judgment, we'll be too harsh on ourselves. And that creates a mental prison. So when you put on the armor of God, you're supposed to wear the breastplate of righteousness that protects your heart. And what that breastplate of righteousness is, is it's realizing that if you don't treat others with the same love and an ounce more than you would like to be treated, then you can't protect your own heart. So when you don't protect others, you don't protect yourself. So if you want to create your own mental prison, then continue to project all your problems onto other people and judge them for it. And that way, you'll never get out of your own hell. Thanks for listening to the J-Buck Podcast. Goodbye.